Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Tori B. Amos. Tori B. Amos is an author, a spokesperson, image consultant, intuitive reader, a Reiki master, and empowerment lifestyle consultant at Empower You. Tori helps others in reclaiming balance in their lives from the inside out. With this in mind, Tori has developed exciting and innovative programs, seasonal cleanses, tips, and techniques. Her first upcoming book, Empower Youth, a guide on how to connect with your youth or teen while building your own spiritual grounding, continues to encourage positive movement and consciousness for the millennial generation and those who love and encourage them. Tori works with adults, families, and children to discover a greater awareness of self. She is passionate about teaching a lifestyle that creates a more enjoyable and fulfilling life and encourages healing and peace of mind for the total being. Women of the world, Ms. Tori B. Amos, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We are delighted to have you on our show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited as well. So, Tori, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, my business started a little bit at a time, or 2000. I developed a candle line called Pathways Candles with my sister while I was pregnant with my daughter in my kitchen. <laughs> you know, things just kind of happen when you put your mind to it. We were making candles out of my crock pot in my kitchen in San Francisco. And I wanted to be a stay-at-home mother, and I was messing around, and I sent the affirmation and meditation votive package to Trader Joe's. And they loved it, Marie. And they bought, they sold out like hotcakes. So that was my first entrepreneurial spirit the big bite I ever took. And I was so blessed to be able to stay home with my daughter till she was three and a half when she went to preschool. So just that little bit right there let me know I'm onto something. I have great ideas and I want to continue with it. So it developed onto fashion. I've always loved fashion. I'm very much a fashionista. So in 2005, I started an image consultant business. And I also worked doing photo shoots here in the local Bay Area. And the spiritual side of me wanted me to do more. And I got into a car accident in 2005 and I got whiplash and really hurt my neck. And so I started doing Reiki treatments. And I loved Reiki so much, I wanted to take it home with me. 
use it for my, myself on a regular basis and my daughter. So in 2006, I became a Reiki master. So what was I gonna do? I love styling, I love fashion. I'm a healer and a holistic professional at the same time. So I had clients with both genres. And I decided in 2007 to combine my wellness and energy practice and image consulting for my clients, for their inner and their outer beauty, because they're both very essential. So that's how I began my journey being an entrepreneur. Wow, I love your story and how it evolved uh, how, from your first uh, business with a candle and then you went into the fashion and then you, you had this uh, car accident that made you switch into being a holistic healer and now you're combining those um, experiences that you have into one business which is the wellness and the, ener- wellness and the energy uh, side plus your image um, the consult image consulting business. Wow, Congrats. what what yes. a nice yes, what a nice mix, what a nice blend of your expertise that you and uh, expertise and your exp- from your experience that you are putting out that you're providing value to the world. So thank you for sharing that one. Now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know. What was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? Well, my com- it's been really my daughter. She is the, the focus that I have to let her know that she can be anything she wants to be and not conform what others tell her in this society. Um, she's definitely my vision. And because she's part of the millennium generation, is what made me want to write my book, Empower Youth. I know that this world has its its triumphs and its tribulations. There's also a lot going on. And it was just, it's been on my heart, Marie, for a really long time to do something I love to do, but also to make a lasting impact and leave behind lessons and or a legacy that I'm proud of. That's my big vision and giving guidance in myself and my daughter, which is part of the millennium generation, to be strong in their mind, their body, and their awareness. And that's what compels my vision every day. Wow, what a compelling vision. I mean, you and your daughter, and certainly I echo what you said, because the millennium generation nowadays, they really need that inspiration that guidance you know because a lot of our millennial generations nowadays you know i believe that their generation have the most educated um generation and most educated group but because of circumstances a lot of them are not able to find job i mean they are so educated but then the market is not there so there's a lot uh of you know ask for us to do to inspire and empower them to yes yes, to achieve what they can they are potential of achieving because they have what it takes they are educated they have the skill you know they have that education in their in their in themselves um having gone through the the, you know their generation of being of uh, being highly educated and so it's just to help them get into get out there and find what their calling is find what their purpose is so you and your daughter are really inspired and not only the millennials out there but in in general to to the people out there so thank you for sharing your story and your vision now 
Let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can relate to? Yes, I'd love to. Well, I've always been called a go-getter ever since I was young. My grandfather, my grandmother, all my my elders and my family just saw it in me that you're a go-getter, you take all the opportunity that you can to make a little cash. <laughs> Whether it was cleaning my grandmother's house or running errands for my great aunt or walking dogs for the neighbor, I just always just wanted to go and do something and meet people and hear their stories and not just be in the house watching TV. So I learned and I heard a lot from the elders as I was making a little pocket cash. So just being a go-getter and being open to hear the messages that the elders send you was definitely, I believe, um, a number one personal quality for myself looking back in, in my younger years. And um, just going forward with my vision, Marie, of fashion and wellness, because I have to say that some people along the way, um, you know, it wasn't a bad attitude, but it was advice that they give me, kind of unsolicited advice, which was fine. It made me think and, and go out of my comfort zone to either pick fashion or pick wellness, because how could I be known for both? How could I do both at the same time? And so maybe that stalled me in a way, but it also grew me in a way to be able to merge my two passions together and not having to play small, not having to make a choice because I do what I do best and I merge them two together and believing in myself and listening to my inner voice is definitely another personal quality that I have and being inspirational and sharing all of my knowledge is the reason why I wrote my book for the Millennium Generation Empower Youth. And it's not holding all my eggs in one basket either. It's um, spreading out the wealth and the gems that I have learned and giving them out to others and keeping that going and being an inspiration for not only myself, my daughter, but for the whole world is what my goal is and a personal quality of mine as well. Wow, being a go-getter, an action taker, you know, listening to the messages from the elderly, belief in oneself, that's huge. And listening to your own voice and being inspirational and being empowering to others, huge uh, takeaways this for our listeners that they can learn from uh, based on your experience and what your personality traits and qualities that help you succeed. So thank you for sharing those. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, yes, it wasn't always an easy road, but I was very, very blessed. Um, and, and taking time to find a babysitter was a challenge, to go and network um, and look for new clients. I had great referrals um, when my daughter was younger, living in San Francisco, but it wasn't enough to always get by and pay the rent. So a challenge for me, of course, to be able to be an entrepreneur and be able to be financially stable as a single mother after my divorce was definitely a challenging 
position in expensive San Francisco, but we made it work. We always made it work. And I began a part-time job. And again, I, I still had this nagging feeling that I wanted to be able to do more. But I just, a little bit at a time, gained more clients and found more photo shoots. And so I began my um, fashion career by going out, finding photographers on Craigslist, actually, building up my, my photos, building up my website, and cold calling all the different fashion houses in San Francisco. So instead of making it to be a big challenge, I looked at it as a challenge that I could overcome. So my successes came from that because I looked the challenges in the face and I turned them around as an opportunity for myself to grow. But sometimes in the midst of challenge of trying to pay my rent at 27 years old, a newly single mom in San Francisco was not always easy, but I found the strength inside to not just let that be my daily thought, Marie, and know that tomorrow was going to be a better day. And look what happened. It's been phenomenal. Yes, I can totally resonate with what you said. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are because especially when we are starting out in our business, one of the biggest challenges is to find our first clients. And, you know, it is a challenge, but like what you said, there are ways to to overcome that challenge. And one way of that you did was being resourceful and trying to find those clients. Like you, you have to cold call if you have to. You find, go where, where, they, where your client, go find where your clients are and get, make these uh, challenges or, or turn these challenges as opportunities versus, you know, hindering you from moving forward. So being resourceful is really an important um, uh, aspect of our business to, to overcome many of the challenges that, we're, that we're, we're facing on a daily basis. So a takeaway here for our listeners is that the challenges are going to be there. It's, it's about being resourceful in, in dealing with these challenges and finding the solutions because the solutions are there. So thanks a lot for uh, sharing that. Yeah, yeah totally. Sometimes you're going to hear no, and that's okay to hear no. You knock on another door and you don't let that discourage you because there's going to be a yes. As many doors as you knock on, there'll be more yeses than no's. And it's okay to feel that way, you know, not to feel that you have failed or have insecurities. You just keep knocking and the, the door that's going to open is the one that should be opening for you anyway. And the doors that stay closed were not meant for you. Yes. Wow. Well said. I love that one. You know, the- <laughs> There, exactly, and the one that's gonna say yes, what is what is what's meant for you? What's what's gonna be good for your business? I love your take Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. Now let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family and juggling many roles. Now in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? It's definitely one of those opportunities slash challenges, I have to say. I start my day out with my morning ritual that grounds me. Um, I'm a Reiki master, yes, so I give myself Reiki. I do my yoga, my affirmations, my meditations, Every morning, Marie. Um, sometimes the weekends, I, I snooze a little bit, but definitely during the work week because that helps maintain my focus 
and being a mother and being in a relationship and and taking care of a household and stepchildren and my clients and my friends to spend time with them, I know that if I'm not at my personal best, I can't offer my personal best to anyone else. So I come first and I take care of myself first and I work hard and I play hard. I spend time with my daughter after school on the weekends. We just got back from Los Angeles. It was her spring break. And we spent five, da- five days down in LA going to the beach, shopping, having a great time. I came back, I went to the spa for four hours and got a whole body scrub with my friends while my daughter was with her friends. So we have a great balance where my daughter and I can be hanging tough for five days and not leave each other's side. Um, And then take a moment apart and she spends time with her friends and I spend time with mine and I go to the spa and take time for myself and relax and It's not that I need to be away from everybody. It's just that I know I need to balance myself and that reflects in the way I can give back to my family and my friends. And it shows them they can do that as well and inspire them to take care of themselves first so that we can all be good to people in our lives. And that's what I teach my clients as well. Sometimes they say, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to do yoga. I don't have time to go to the spa. And it goes on and on. You know, and yes, you do, you know, just find that time, maybe get up 20 minutes earlier than you would normally and go for that run if you don't want to sit and meditate. And there's all different types of meditation that I have in my book, Empower Youth, because I think it's important to instill this practice in yourself as an adult, but definitely cultivate it in the youth because it will be part of their morning ritual before they walk out of the door. They're already balanced and focused for their day. Wow, I am big on what you've said about creating this uh, or having this morning ritual, so morning habits, because yes. that really sets your morning, um, you know, in a good way. And then knowing that you have done this, then you have you are set for the day. And I echo what you said about really doing something first thing in the morning for yourself, because what our biggest resources are self and if we are not taking care of ourselves how are we going to be able to build this business that we are so passionate right. about doing and yes there are ways that you do this um and then one way that you're doing it is to have this morning reels and like what you said it could be some it could be yoga it could be meditation it could be doing your affirmations it could be doing your reiki it could be going out for a walk it could be doing your workouts something that you're doing for yourself that will keep you fit mentally and physically because it's really important and keeps you more productive and focused for the day during the day uh, while building your business or while uh, taking care of other priorities in your life and i like what you said about working hard and playing hard and to take time for yourself because there are other priorities in our life that's not just our business and the challenge uh, is always going to be because we are so passionate about what we're doing that sometimes 24 hours is not enough but we really have to make time for other things that are important to in our lives not only in our business but in other areas as well so thank you for sharing your take on that and your ways on how to to achieve this balance that we it's like a myth for us entrepreneurs but we really there are really ways to do that to and deal with it so thank you for sharing that yes now let's talk about success and what success means to you you know 
your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, I would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Great question, Marie. Well, success to me is to reach everybody that I possibly can with my message. My message of wealth, my message of image, my message for the youth. That is my benchmark for success. Um, the more viewers I have on my social media, the more people I can shake hands with. Um, to me, getting my message out is most important to me and my success. And also, of course, financially, that helps float the boat. That helps me be able to continue what I'm doing. And different successes have come, as I mentioned before, with my candle since 2000. 2000. So ever since then, you know, I get chunks of money being an entrepreneur. It's not the nine to five. Every two weeks you get a paycheck. And that is very nice. I know it. I did that at one point in time, but I have other things to do in my life that don't pertain to a nine to five. So sometimes my mind goes back to, oh, those great days when I had check every two weeks. But, you know, it's, I feel better every time I go to sleep. And I wake up knowing what I'm doing is making a difference in, in my world and in the world. So my successes is meeting everybody I possibly can, being on your podcast interview. Um, I'm actually going to be on Hay House Radio in the fall as well. I'm very excited about. Um, and I also just signed up for a Lucky Bag promotion. And Lucky Pharmacy in San Francisco, I'm sponsoring 24,000 bags starting in July. And they are kicking off a natural remedy and holistic health vision for their patients. So 24,000 people that come to pick up their prescriptions will see my name, my logo, and my business offerings, my Reiki, and my vegan cleanse. And for me, that's an amazing success because I've been a Reiki master for going on seven years now. Most people didn't even know what Reiki was, even though there's thousands of Reiki masters in the world. A lot of people still didn't know what it is. So I'm really excited to be on the forefront of making Reiki a household name. That just blesses me. And I feel very successful in so many ways that I can be one of the individuals that's bringing it to a pharmacy and that people can use it in their daily lives as well through me. So that is definitely a major success. And um, being able to travel, being able to go out of the country at least every year, um, with myself or my daughter just makes everything worthwhile. Hey, I'm able to make my own schedule. I'm able to reach all these people's lives, be financially stable and travel. Wow. That's a major success of being almost 40 years old. <laughs> wow. I mean, success is re is all is what you said is about being reaching as many people as possible with your message of making and being able to make a difference in other people's lives and wow what a, what a great definition what a of what success means to you and the benchmarks of your success that you've shared huge 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 and for the for our listeners out there of course we you know being in business we 
we all have our financial metrics, financial benchmarks. But at the end of the day, what really satisfies us, what really fulfills us is that knowing that we made a difference in other people's lives. So congratulations on your successes. I mean, I'm so excited. Thank you for your shout out for this podcast. And um, so congratulations for being on, going to be on a Hay House radio. I'm going to look for, I'm looking for, I look forward for, for to hearing that one. And congratulations <laughs> for the, you. yeah, the good deeds that you're doing with the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, with the the, um, the, the lucky f- bag promotion in San Francisco. Yes, the, the promotions yeah. that you have in San Francisco. Well, we're going to be looking, we're watching, uh, watching out for that uh, in the coming days. So thank you yes. for sharing that. Now mm-hmm. let's touch upon one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice to other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions, advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you are headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Yes, that's a very, very pertinent question. Um to stay true to yourself. What is it that you do really well? What do you, what wakes you up in the morning? Is it cooking? Is it holistic? Is it fashion? Is it teaching? What is it that you love? And that is going to show up in your eyes and your voice. The excitement that you have is what I suggest you choose for your entrepreneur business. Don't go out there trying to make something that you're not so sure about, that you don't really like so much because asking you shall receive, right? And there's always that saying that, you know, you put something out there, it's going to come back to you. So make sure what it is that you want, you are in love with and can do every single day and share that with others with joy in your heart because people will be receptive to that and that's what will make your income coming in, definitely. And um, invest in yourself. Um, take classes, training, join networking groups, get all the exposure that you can and become an expert on what it is you love to do. And if that's taking time to do some research, to read books, to go out and shake hands and, and educate yourself, going to these social networking groups, find out what other people are doing, shake hands and see what's going on. Maybe you can find someone to partner up with and do some JV partner, some joint venture partnering partnering with, because that can help grow your business too. When two or three people are doing the same thing, that can help grow your business as well. So don't be afraid to go out and share your knowledge because someone else may love what you do as well and you can go ahead and co-create from there. And don't be afraid to make mistakes. We're all gonna make mistakes. We learn from them and don't let that stop you. Take note, write it down, keep a journal of your successes and your things that you need to work on and keep on going and keep trying it out because, you know, perfection under pressure is definitely more of a perfection than having it come easy. That's my my take on it. 
Wow, staying true to yourself, investing in yourself and connecting and networking with your peers or with others in your and and partnering with your like what you with your competitors, making your competitors a partner. Huge takeaways that our listeners can uh, take action on today and I echo what you said about really finding what it is that you know, being being clear on what it is that you love doing and want to do and that you can share to others because when you love what you do, you know, it will show every day in what you're doing. And like I said, you know, sometimes we don't know what we are really passionate about. Well, what is it? I mean, you won't find passion by just thinking about it. When you engage with it, when you're doing something, then you will find out that, okay, this is what I love doing. This is what lights me up. This is what I can bring value to the world. And that's when, you know, when you know that you are, you have something in there with this. But, but stay true to what it is you really love and really want, because that's where it all starts. And that's where it's going to guide you and along your journey into this entrepreneur, we call entrepreneurship. So thank you yes. for sharing that one. My pleasure. Now, what's the one biggest benefit that our listeners can get with your product or with your service? Well, benefit, there's so many. Let's see one. Um, I would say being happy. I definitely am in the business of making people happy, whether it's their inner, their outer beauty for themselves, for their children, is staying in the happy space because when you vibrate on that love emotion, that vibration of love, um, so many great opportunities come to you making people happy love it now what's one favorite business resource or tool or app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with google voice actually i just got google voice um yesterday for because of the lucky bag promotion there's twenty four thousand bags are being printed with my information on it so of course i needed a business line and it's just making it so much easier for me to be able to feel the calls and have a voicemail on there. And it makes it easier because most entrepreneurs don't have a business line, so to speak, like a business phone in an office. And our business phones are our mobiles. <laughs> so maybe differentiating your personal calls slash your business calls, you'll be able to feel the calls much better that way with Google Voice I've been using. Google Voice. I love whatever whatever Google puts out there because I mean, being a business owner, they, we, there is really a an, a big platform that we can leverage. You know, we have this uh, Google Drive. Now we have the Google Voice. We have the Gmail. I mean, I think we can build our business around the Google platform. We should be, you know, we should take advantage of this uh, technology and the opportunity we have out there for us business owners. So Google Voice for our listeners out there, check that one out. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Yes. This one, I had a little moment. I was trying to figure out there's so many great books, <laughs> Marie. Yes. Um, I came up with The Four Agreements with Don Miguel Ruiz and also The Science of Mind from Ernest Holmes. I love that book, The Four Agreements. Um, and what was the other one that you said? Science of Mind. Science of Mind. I'm definitely going to check that one out. By the, Ernest the, Holmes. Ernest Holmes. Yep. All yes. right. The Four Agreements and the Science of Mind. 
Now, Tori, lastly, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. Wow, yes. I chose Christine Bronstein. She's the founder of a band of women. She is um, it's a social networking group that I joined in 2008. And I believe she's such a superhero. She may not admit it herself because she's so generous and open-hearted. She's a gem. And she definitely um, encouraged me and believed in me from the moment I met her before I even wrote my book. She's um, a social media networking She's a fashion blog, fashionista. She's a publisher. She's in the front line in politics and, and the list goes on. And she's such a big supporter because of her social networking group, A Band of Women. And it definitely helped me become a bigger and better entrepreneur by going to her events and knowing her personally as well, Christine Bronstein. So that's Christine. How do you spell the last name? Uh-huh. It's B-R-O-N. S-T-E-I-N, Bronstein. Bronstein. All right, so yes, for our listeners out there. women. Okay, Christine Bronstein. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Now, tell our listeners where they can uh, uh, connect with you and kind of check what you are doing out there and kind of share how, to, how you're growing and succeeding more and uh, also about your uh, upcoming book where they can find out more about that one. Yes, I'd love to. Well, definitely my website. It's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D-U.org. Empoweredu.org. You can definitely find what's going on about my upcoming book that's going to be in the spring. Um, it'll be on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles as a download as well. And I'll be putting it on my Facebook, making an announcement. Um, you can find me at ToriAmos.359 on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram, Tori Magic. I love that one. I know. Twitter. I love that name, Tori Magic. <laughs> Tori's yeah. got some magic. Yep, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So basically, so, so if they can go, if they go to your empowered-you.org, they can find all the social media oh, links yes. from there? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. All right. So for our listeners out there, for those of you who are driving while you're listening to this or weren't able to write those links and the resources, I'm going to have them on our show notes as well. So all you have to do is to type in the name Tori Amos on the search bar and we'll find it for you. So don't worry if you're not able to jot those links and the resources because I'm going to have them on the show notes as well. So, Tori, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate and honor you for making our world a better place and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. Same to you. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. 
Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.